0: the news update on make it rain good morning joe and good morning dane it is chris Pavona with your fantasy sports news update nba finals last night the golden state warriors are not letting go of the nba title just yet with steph curry and clay thompson shooting and draymond green swatting the champions found a way to win even after a gut-wrenching loss curry Scored 31 points, uh, Thompson had 26, and they led a season-saving surge long after Kevin Durant was injured again to give the Warriors a 106-105 victory over the Toronto Raptors on Monday night in Game 5 of the NBA Finals. Um... uh, There will be a game six uh, in Golden State. Golden State Warriors star forward Kevin Durant suffered a right Achilles tendon injury in a 106-105 win uh, on Monday night. Warriors general manager Bob Myers said Durant will have an MRI on Tuesday to to determine the severity of the injury. But the emotional looks on players and coaches' faces told even more of a story than Myers' uh, words could. League sources tell ESPN's Ramona Shelburne and Adrian Wojnarowski that the Warriors believe the MRI will confirm an Achilles tear, uh, ending the at least the next 365 some odd days for Kevin Durant. Uh, in other NBA news, David Griffin, New Orleans. Uh, New Orleans executive vice president of basketball operations has started to provide potential suitors with the framework of the package he is seeking in a trade for NBA for all NBA forward Anthony Davis, including multi-team scenarios that would expand the Pelicans' pool of assets in a deal. League sources told ESPN. So far, Los Angeles, the Los Angeles and New York teams, uh, Clippers, Lakers, Knicks, and Nets have been among the front offices inquiring with New Orleans. Uh, the Boston Celtics have long considered a run at Davis, uh, but. Uh, they must take into consideration the future of free agent Kyrie Irving uh, before committing to a significant offer. In in news uh, in in news out of baseball, a plane carrying David Ortiz landed in Boston on Monday night, a day after the Red Sox icon was shot at a club in his native Dominican Republic and underwent emergency surgery. Ortiz was then taken by ambulance with a police escort to Mass to Massachusetts General Hospital where he will continue to receive medical attention. Ortiz was shot Sunday at a club in Eastern Santo Domingo, a uh, a bustling nightlife district, district packed with dance dance clubs and bars. Red Sox president Sam Kennedy said at a press conference in Boston Monday afternoon that doctors have confirmed that David's condition is still serious, but that he had been stabilized enough to be flown to Boston Hospital for further treatment. Speculation has been made as to why Ortiz was shot, and as police investigate e- uh, evidence, New York Post is reporting a plane carrying uh, David Ortiz uh, landed on a night. Excuse me, that's the wrong one here. Ortiz was then taken by ambulance. I'm looking – I'm sorry, guys. I'm looking – I literally just – here we go. Another article in the New York Post said that the sources are saying that the hired gunman was working for a drug lord in the the Dominican Republic who, according to local sources, believed that Ortiz was sleeping with his girlfriend. So that's the story coming out that it's possible that Ortiz uh, was – as we, we were saying earlier uh, Sleeping with a drug lord's girlfriend And uh, you know I, I said it to you in, the, uh, in our little chat Dane um, Juice, the, the juice You, gotta, you really gotta be, believe that the juice is worth the squeeze And when it comes to something like this I don't think the juice is ever worth, worth the squeeze I right. would
3: agree with you I would agree with you mm-hmm. It's never worth it That's why it's frowned upon in our society well, at least it
1: makes sense, though, you know, because it was going to going to be very hard-pressed. Either he was going to be as corrupt as they come, like we're going to find out he was some sort of crazy right. drug or something, uh, or it was this, and Someone this makes a him. ton of sense. Yeah, that yeah, makes a ton it of really
0: sense. Does. All right, guys. In baseball news, actually on the Diamond, the Arizona Diamondbacks got to play home run derby in Philly. The Diamondbacks hit three straight home runs to open the game and finish with a team record eight in a 13-8 win over the Philadelphia Phillies in a Homer happy game on Monday night. Scott Kingry hit two of Philadelphia's five home runs yeah. for the for the combined MLB record of 13 homers in one game, passing the previous mark of 12 uh, made by the Wh- the Chicago White Sox and the Detroit Tigers in 1995 and then again by the White Sox and Tigers in 2002. You guys have been talking about it a lot lately, you know, the the fundamentals of baseball are just absolutely gone and really all we're seeing is just strikeout home run, strikeout home run, home run, home run, Detroit. home run.
3: Outcomes. Yep, that's what it is. Three true outcomes. The K, the strikeout percentage in Major League Baseball is up to about 24 percent. The walk rate is at nine or ten percent. A third of all at bats end without contact in Major League Baseball, and you wonder why are the millennials out there? I don't think it's an exciting game. All right, guys, finally, uh, NFL
0: news here. After months of uncertainty surrounding the status of his contract for the upcoming season, veteran tight end Kyle Rudolph gained some clarity on Monday evening. A league source told ESPN that Rudolph agreed to terms of a contract extension with the Minnesota Vikings and will sign his new deal on Tuesday morning, the same day the Vikings begin their three-day mandatory camp. Uh, the deal, uh, according to sources, uh, telling ESPN's Adam Schefter, is worth $36 million. $36 million. Over four years. And that is the news from Mr. Pavona, back to make it rain. And it's now time Tuesday. Mm. i
3: rudolph the Red Cone Reindeer.
0: You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network.
1: Let it ride! You remember the class where I taught you all how to make it rain? Make it rain. Dollar, dollar bills, y'all. All right, final hour here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Time to make it rain. Uh, that's, the, uh, that's the truth here. Plenty of uh, opportunities this week for you to be able to cash some tickets, do a little profiting. Uh, we've got Women's World Cup coming up here in about 15. We'll talk to our, uh, the, one of the best soccer handicappers I've ever talked to, Charles Michel. Part of 2sportsinvestors.com. He'll join us here, has a little uh, little breakdown of the Women's World Cup, including the U.S. taking on Thailand today. Big favorite, but should they be? Five and a half goals. Is, is a question. Yeah, yeah a lot of people think this is going to be a great opening test for the U.S. that do not sleep on Thailand. Opportunity here, uh, they could, if they fall asleep at the wheel, Thailand might be able to not only cover that five and a half goals there, but I don't know, could keep it a lot closer than people had hoped for. We also have uh, U.S. Open. Don't forget. Golf, Tiger, Pebble Beach, uh, Kupka, Dustin Johnson, Rory McIlroy. Screw you, Rory. Yeah, Rory McIlroy is uh, who also was the absolute kiss of death uh, last night. Let me go ahead and throw that back in there for you. Mm -hmm. Just so you Toronto Raptor fans can. uh, I want you to remember that that Kyle Lowry jersey move there. Uh, also, Kyle Lowry had the last shot, didn't he? Yeah. Uh, and that worked I out for Drake. him. Not Remember that to, Drake curse also. Yeah. yeah, he still got Drake. A lot of things working against them now. Game five was the opportunity to close it out. But Pebble Beach is going to be a lot of fun. We'll start taking a look at some of the odds in there uh, for this. And we told you earlier, the great thing about the golf majors is that you get really well-known guys, good golfers at good prices, not just Chalky, like it's the ABC, you know, the ABC Open on a uh, on a Thursday in August somewhere that nobody cares about. There's actually some value to be had. So we'll take a look at that. The latest lines from lost, uh, Las Vegas, the books, they have a clear favorite going into game six. Guys, if you haven't seen it already, opens up at minus three and a half. It's already been bet up to minus four for Golden State. The over/under, the total again here, Dane, two eleven, and we'll talk yep. about some strategy moving forward because over the last couple of games, we've got a, there is a pattern going on here, guys. There's a way to be able to profit rather easily if you're not taking advantage of it. We will help you do that. Coming up here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network, let's make it rain, people.
2: So I can just chill. College kids still say that, right? No one says that, Dad. Really? Yeah. Visit
4: discoverstudentloans.com to apply today. Limitations apply.
1: The morning after. I just don't know how he's going to play here. You know, he practiced yesterday, albeit for about three minutes from what we understand. It was a closed practice. But he was apparently the first one out of the gym. He was immediately icing the calf and walked. I, I just don't know. How it is Kevin Durant plays tonight. I don't know. Weekdays, 9 a.m. Eastern on FNTSY
0: Radio and on your popular podcast providers.
1: All right, people, here we go. Final hour. Make it rain. That's exactly what we're going to do for you. Uh, we promise point you in the right direction uh, coming up here in just about 12 minutes or so. Charles Michel uh, from twosportsinvestors.com going to join us. One of the uh, one of the better sports handicappers in the country when it comes to soccer. So we'll get his thoughts on the uh, Women's World Cup uh, here in uh, in just a few. I also want to take a look at the uh, the latest lines here, Dane, for the Warriors, of course, game six coming up series prices. Also, I'm wondering if the MVP votes, uh, the the numbers changed. I know we had Kawhi as a overwhelming favorite yesterday at, at minus 600 or some obnoxious number. I'm wondering, we know Kevin Durant. He had moved up I the ladder it. at thirty-three to one. I, I think that's gone. But uh, but what do we got now? What are we looking at for the latest when it comes to the MVP?
3: You know, I think to be honest, on a lot, uh, there's a lot of a correlation to the Raptors and mm-hmm. Warriors series price to Kawhi and Steph as MVP, right? And those have both kind of changed in similar fashions. We're now staring at Kawhi Leonard as a minus 320 favorite to win the MVP. Um, And interestingly enough, I'm looking at the Raptors at minus 270, right? So it's around similar numbers. Steph Curry is the second choice to win MVP at plus 240, And ironically, right now, the Golden State Warriors, at least on FanDuel, are plus 220 to win it all. So it's pretty much the corollary bet. If the Raptors win it all, it's going to be Kawhi. If the Warriors come on back, it looks like it's going to be Steph. Although, I got to tell you something, and I know this is backwards the way to think about it. Could you Mm -hmm. make an argument that Kevin Durant is clearly now the most valuable player of the Warriors? Like you saw Uh... what the Warriors were like. You said two hours ago, Joe, you were reminded and oh my God, how amazing it was, how great it was to see it again. Like that's, yes. that's, that's, that's all the impact of KD. I know they would never actually yeah. do that, you know, but I mean, sometimes you do see value because when it's not there.
1: There is no doubt anybody that questioned Kevin Durant or, or said the Golden State Warriors weren't, uh, weren't as good with Kevin Durant. <laughs> Uh, listen, they are better with Kevin Durant. Anybody is going to be better with Kevin Durant. Uh, a lot of what you are seeing in the NBA, we know this is matchups and, and I don't want to take anything away and I want us all to be very careful here. Let us not take anything away from what Toronto has done all throughout these playoffs and this series. True. Toronto is on many levels, a matchup nightmare for the golden state warriors, certainly without Kevin Durant. And while they are far from perfect and they do have their issues and they do have their vulnerabilities, uh, these guys have been doing some amazing things. They have uh, they have really turned up the heat. This is a good damn team. Now, uh, will we will we look at next year? Will this offseason? Will we see teams in the east building to beat Toronto? I don't know. No. I, I don't know that that is going to be the case. Uh, they do have one superstar. They got one superstar, and they've got a bunch of very good players uh, that that play very well together. It's very unique from the standpoint of we thought you needed three mega superstars, right? You needed a big three in order to be able to win championships. And Toronto, to their credit, is proving us that, you know what, guys? You, you don't. You need, you need great players. Chemistry, you need one upper echelon player, one megastar, and then you can get a bunch of guys below that, that if they play and mesh well together, you get a little length, you get some athleticism, and this is what you got. Uh, oh, yeah, it doesn't hurt that you know Kawhi took 20-some-odd games off this year for load management because he does seem to be a little bit fresher than everybody else, but that's the whole point of load management, isn't it, is to give guys like Kawhi Leonard – the opportunity to thrive in the playoffs because it is a long-ass season. But make no mistake, Toronto deserves to be here. They had an opportunity to close it out last night, and they didn't do it. And I think that's going to sting, certainly today. And I do think it's going to sting, Dane. In game six, I think they're going to be reminded that why are we even here? We probably should have closed this thing out. It's going to be an uphill battle for them. I think the odds are showing that, obviously, a lot of money, even without Kevin Durant coming in here. Minus four now, 211 is the total. And we have seen a couple of um, patterns here, have we not, in this series? And we have talked about it. We love, and we told you yesterday, Golden State first half is as solid a bet as as it has come over the playoffs with them. Not knowing what Kevin Durant you were going to get from him yesterday, the first half bet seemed to be the most logical, especially out of Pickham, that Golden State would come out firing. If you only got five minutes from Kevin Durant, it's still a better five minutes than you would normally get without him. So the first half bet last night was a winner. It was a good bet if you had taken it. Also, the first half overs here, Dane. Yeah. I, I, the pattern is they are – the first half is dictating – It's a much faster tempo. You're getting a lot of fouls called. You're getting a lot of free throws. You're getting guys chucking up threes. The first half seems to be a hell of a lot looser than the second half in this series, which is why, and it's always been around that 108, 109, right? That number there. Even last night, it got pushed up to 110.5 and still blew way over in the first half. I don't think that changes in game six. I, I still like Golden State first half at home to be able to come out and do what they do better. I still like the over in the first half. I I think those things are going to continue, whether this goes, if it's over in game six or game seven, I think those things continue. And I do like the unders in the second half because we've seen this, no matter who has the lead at halftime, the second half goes to a crawl, man. It's like turtle time. Uh, There is nobody looking to push the pace in the second half we haven't seen it yet and i don't think we're all of a sudden going to start seeing it in game six and seven so i do think the foundation and the blueprint has been laid out for betters guys first half right golden state getting their legs under them chucking it up and you can tell right away if McClay are hitting shots it's going to be probably a high scoring first half the over is good golden state taking the first half lead probably a pretty good bet there but that second half, woo! give me give me anything under one hundred and five, man. I think we're good to go there.
3: All right. Well, then what if I tell you if I see a couple of books that we're familiar with, Joe, that already have the game six first half total at one oh two and a half. There you go. OK, there you go. That's ridiculously low, given what we've talked about. The other way that I'm not telling you that we could play it right now is. Uh, I don't think they can hang a Steph Curry prop total that's high on for me. I will be taking the over on Steph Curry. I'll probably be taking the over on Clay Thompson as well. Right now, Joe, hmm. over on Fanduel, uh, you got Steph at 31 and a half, and you got Clay okay. at 23 and a half. I think Steph is. Uh, ticketed for the mid 30s at least Uh, because as we know they are going to see it as live and die by the you know live by the three die by the three kind of thing we've said it before um and this is going to be their bread is going to be buttered by the splash brothers so i would i would be very comfortable laying hitting the over on steph curry and right now i'm seeing it on FanDuel. it's 32 and a half but the over is actually plus money joe
1: the uh it's interesting too because the pattern we're getting from toronto which makes it difficult certainly from a prop standpoint we know Kawhi right right, gonna be over 25 we know that right most of that's gonna come in the fourth we're also seeing that pattern emerge here with him but to their credit the equal distribution that they are getting and production they are getting from everybody across the board we kept talking about who's that robin gonna be who's that number two well, the way they've been playing is that there really is everybody's a number two. You Six players had double-digit figures last night in that game. That is, that's distribution, guys. That is equal distribution. That's getting the ball around. That's everybody contributing. Very hard to look at these last couple of games and go, that's going to be your Robin here for Toronto. We know who Batman is. We know what he's going to get. But damn, dude, if you're looking for a, a Clay Thompson-Steph Curry combination, I don't think we're going to get it uh, from Toronto anymore.
3: No, I think you're right. Siakam Gasol, out to Siakam all possible. Awesome. Yeah. Especially up to I still think that. 102
1: is a juicy number. All right, we'll talk some uh, Women's World Cup today. Charles Michel joins us next. Fantasy Sports Radio Network.
0: Go to GameFaceGrooming.com for all your athletic facial wipes and body cleansing needs.
5: Indeed knows finding the right hire takes time away from your business.
0: Hiring a qualified data engineer felt like a second job.
5: More job seekers use Indeed than any other site, so there's no better place to find someone with the skills you're looking for. I needed someone with a master's in
0: computer science and database experience.
5: Plus, Indeed screener questions help you find your shortlist fast. Now I'm back to having just one job. See why more than 3 million companies worldwide use Indeed to hire. Post your job at Indeed.com. .com slash hire. Indeed, the world's number one job site. Source.com score total visits.
0: DailyRodo.com. Learn from the game's best DFS players. We don't just give you premier advice. We play every day. All major sports, all year round. We never stop. Industry leading DFS tools and custom projections. And now, the DailyRoto.com Optimizer. In minutes, build the optimized lineup for cash games and tourneys. Learn from the game's best DFS best players. Join dailyrodo.com.
1: back here on make it rain fantasy sports radio network joe and Ari, dane martinez uh coming up we'll uh, we'll dive into some of the uh the mlb games we've got going on today full slate there also of course getting ready for an nhl game seven we got a u.s open in golf and let us not forget game six of the nba finals now but first We've been telling you about it here for the last uh, couple of days. Uh, The Women's World Cup taking center stage. France is the location. A whole bunch of games uh, have already taken place. But the U.S. team gets ready to do battle today against, uh, I guess, opening up against Thailand, who, from a lot of people that I have talked to, seems to think that this is going to be a really, really good test for the American team. That, yes, they may be plus 15,000 from a betting Mm. perspective, Dane. But they are uh, they are a team that, you know, some people are saying this is they've got some players and this is going to be a hell of an opening test for the U.S. And to help us understand a little bit better about the World Cup, bring in one of the uh, one of the best soccer handicappers that uh, that we've had a pleasure of talking to here on the show, Charles Michel, part of the uh, two sports investors group. And Charles, uh, it's soccer time. man. I know it's it's the only thing you do, man. You live, breathe and eat it. And the uh, the Women's World Cup it's an exciting time for uh, for soccer right now, isn't it?
2: exciting time um, um, with the amount of tournaments going on, the uh, World Cup, the women's World Cup is definitely taking the headlines uh, for this particular summer.
1: Talk to us about the uh, the American team here getting ready on the pitch here today to take on Thailand. What do you uh, – I mean, what do you think? Some people are saying, again, I, the the odds are telling us, what, Dane, five-and-a-half? Is that what we're looking at right now? Yeah, I'm looking at a uh, five-and-a-half goal spread. They're a big, big five-and-a-half favorite. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. some people believe Thailand's a good test for America. What do you think?
2: Uh, I don't know if they're a good test. We'll see. I mean, I, I anticipate them putting up a, uh, a roadblock. For the first few minutes or so. But once that first goal goes in, I anticipate the uh, dam uh, busting as well. Um, these two met uh, a couple years ago in 2016, and the final result was 9 0. So, um, and 17 of those members returned um, from that particular squad to take place in this uh, contest. So they're familiar with this Thailand, Thailand cruise. So. Um, I think they might put up a uh, a little bit of resistance in the opening, but once that first coal enters, I just see it just uh, free-flowing from there. So um, I, I don't anticipate much of a resistance. This line continues to grow. It has just swelled uh, since it was released, and I've been monitoring it daily, and it is just uh, continuing to grow. So it is if anyone is going to get on it, it is uh, recommended that you, you jump on now before, you know, this thing could get uh we could stay up by 6 by the time it uh, actually <laughs> kicks off at 3 p.m. Eastern.
3: That's crazy, Charles. Um, thanks. This is Dane here. Now, let me ask you this because, you know – the, the United States and France and the host nation seem to be the kind of two co-favorites here. Obviously, the World Cup taking place in France. But um, the way the group stages work, it looks like if everything holds according to chalk, that France and the United States would actually play each other in the first round of the knockout stage, like in the round of 16 or the quarterfinals. So if I'm a better, I'm starting to look at nations that may be on the other side of of that bracket that may have an easier path. Can you tell me about teams that are not France, that are not the United States, that might wind up winning their groups on the other side of the bracket in the knockout stage that are actually real threats if Thailand is not? I'm hearing things like Germany, the Netherlands. What about some of those second-tier teams that may have an easier path to the final?
2: Uh, Absolutely. And that's uh, that's a shame that uh, France and U.S. would meet so early in the quarters So you would rather see them in um, the semis or the finals, I would have liked to see them, um, the schedule makers, um, place them with the opportunity to meet further down the line. Uh, but with that being said, absolutely, uh, Germany jumps out as a, as a team that could definitely lift the trophy, even though they struggled with China. Their first time out, they barely slipped by 1-0. to zero. Japan was another team that come in with a, a lot of hype. Unfortunately, they laid an egg yesterday with Argentina. That is the first time Argentina did not face defeat in a World Cup matchup. Um, then we have the Netherlands today. They're, uh, they're fixing to kick off against New Zealand. There is a lot of anticipation to see how the Dutch side perform at this stage as well. Um, then we have um, Spain. They come off a, a dramatic 3-1 to victory over South Africa after coming back in the second half. You always have Brazil. Uh, they had an impressive uh, 3-0 to winner over Jamaica. Um, Norway, they were kind of flying under the radar, even though they're without the best player in the world. She has uh, decided to sit out. They uh, still have capable players. Um, then there's Canada. I mean, they pulled off a 1-0 winner yesterday as well, but uh, they're a sneaky outside uh, team to, to challenge. But uh, the ones that really have to to be circled are the Germanys and the Japans and uh, throw in Netherlands as the uh, real contenders against the uh, France and the United States who are the winner of that are projected to go to the finals.
1: Charles Michel joining us here. Uh, European soccer is his game, guys. Nobody better. sportsinvestorscom part of the Offshore Gaming Association. Uh, let me see, Charles – if somebody is uh, is watching or somebody goes, you know what, soccer, I haven't had really a chance to dive into it or invest in it. Um, you know, talk to us a little bit about the types of bets, uh, the novices, the people who aren't, you know, there aren't crazy soccer followers. What's your suggestion? Where would you point them? Uh, Gold totals? Would you uh, Would you look at covering, you know, draw is a possibility, obviously, in here. So what advice would you have for those looking to bet the World
2: Cup? Me, personally, I, I, I tend to stick with totals. That way I don't have to hitch my sides to one particular team. I can just sit back and, and root for, for goals or non-goals um, in some uh, matchups as well. Um, too many times I've seen those goals go in in stoppage time and, um, and land on the draw. But um, definitely there are different opportunities. The goal line, that is just like your spreads. Uh, for instance, the USA was fluctuating at 4.75 to 5, so uh, goal lines are always an option. You'll also have your three-way money line. Uh, that way you can either back bag A, uh, team A, B, or to land on the draw uh, within the 90-plus uh, minutes as well. Um, there are even opportunities to – the odds are so great in uh, soccer, uh, football, that – um, you can even play it two ways. Um, if you like a uh, underdog and you think that they have opportunity to either win outright or draw, you can even um, lay money on both options and still come out with a profitable result. said, um, titles are always an opportunity uh, to cash. Um, then, with soccer, there are a tremendous amount of prop options that you can dive Mm. into you always have your team totals love to get on team totals if you think a team was going to score a certain amount of goals like today the u.s it was it started at 4.5 it went to five now it's 5.5 so um everything is saying that we will see six plus goals from the uh, stars and stripes um then you have the another popular one is both teams to score um Both teams to get on the scoreboard is a real popular one that a lot of people like to play. Um, You can get in on how many corners that they're going to take in a match. It's another one a lot of – will really zero in instead of having to worry about who wins, loses, um, how many goals are scored. You can just um, go with the total amount of corners, which are a large part of um, the soccer matches as well. Um, You can even get on when the first goal will be scored within the uh, time frame, like the first 10 minutes, within the first 20 minutes. That's a huge market. Um, Another is the exact amount. Of uh, the score of the game, that's another huge because the odds are, are crazy. You can like seventeen to one if it lands like two to one in a particular match, and you can nail that. Wow. Um, then you have your um, both teams to score in both halves is a huge win. Uh, the team to win and score in both halves, so the anytime double scores. So there's a large amount, but the most popular are your goal lines, your spreads. Uh, your three-way, um, then your uh, draw-no bets or your pick um and your totals, and that's the uh, usually the uh, the way most investors go is to zero in on those particular outcomes and look for the best value based on the particular matchups.
1: I love hey, that, Dane. Right? Who from- teams, teams, yeah. the scores, and uh, you know, you and I got to look at these now because he's just giving me so uh-huh. many different ideas. I mean yeah. both teams to score, teams you know, this is that we can have some fun options. with this. Yep, yeah. Oh, you can Last one from D real
3: quick. You know, I've seen, you know, they're expanding to 24 teams. I've heard people talking about more parity in the world right now. But you keep on telling me about 9 nothing wins. I heard Argentina lost 11 yeah. nothing to Germany in the past. So really, yeah. is there more parity in the world or not? Because if there is, I'm going to bet these draws and these dogs. But if the top-tier teams are still the class of the world, I might, you know, I'm going to parlay some of these money line favorites.
1: We got about 60 seconds, Charles.
2: Yeah, you can absolutely incorporate a few more teams because there are some big ones that got left out like Switzerland's other team like that. I think there is room for larger teams. I think it might make it a little bit more competitive uh, if you were to add those into the group. So uh, we definitely had some nations that were left out that um, that. Um, that just came down to a final game. They might have lost 1 to 0 in the qualifications and left them out. So I, I do think there is a room for growth, and I do think it could make it a better tournament because we get in these groups, you get four teams, two are top heavy, and then you get these others that are just there uh, just to go through and are just happy to be there, like the Thailands of the world. Uh, and then it's just pretty <laughs> much uh, warm up matches. So I, I think yep. it could yeah. help further. Absolutely. <laughs>
1: All right, Charles, we got to get out of here, though, at Capper one on Twitter, part of the sportsinvestorscom Thank you, Charles. Enjoy the matches. And, Dane, let's pull up those prop bets, man.
3: Message and data rates may apply.
1: Hi, I'm Frank Thomas, the Big Hurt.
0: After I left baseball, I just couldn't stay in shape like I used to. Turns out, once you hit 40, your body has less free testosterone, and that can make it harder to get into shape. So I got back into the game with Nugenics. I'm feeling stronger with a lot
4: more energy and drive. You want to get back into shape? Get Nugenics. All you have to do is send one simple text. Frank's right. To get your complimentary bottle, text YOUTH to 321321. That's Y-O-U-T-H to
1: 321321. Do you want two risk-free wagers up to $1,000? If so, go to pointsbet.com forward slash grid. Open yourself up a PointsBet sports wagering account. Enter the promo code GRID and you'll get two risk-free bets of up to $1,000. In addition to traditional betting, PointsBets also offers its own betting concept where customers, they're rewarded by how much they win their bet. That's points com forward slash grid. Enter the promo code grid and get your two risk-free bets of up to $1,000 today.
2: I had great results. I lost 70 pounds. I weighed 265 and went down to 195. My doctor told me, if it works for you, then do it. But a lot of people
1: say to me, how did you lose the weight? I said,
2: I take Andro 400 every day. I'm
4: going to take it forever. That was Walt talking about Andro 400. Now listen to what Bob has to say.
0: with the promo code FNTSY. It's the NFL 365 Fantasy Football Package only at (laughs) RotoExperts.com.
1: So who wants to risk free wits up to $1,000? If you do, uh, I got news for you here, guys. Head over to pointsbet.com forward slash grid. Open yourself up a PointsBet sports wagering account. Just enter the promo code grid and get yourself two risk-free bets of up to $1,000. And really cool, in addition to traditional betting, uh, PointsBet also offers their own betting concept where customers – Well, they're rewarded by how much they win their bet by. So, for example, if you take, I don't know, the Chargers laying two and a half, but they cover the spread by eight, then you get eight times your stake. That's PointsBet.com forward slash grid. Enter the promo code grid. Get two risk-free bets of up to $1,000 today. And it is a a big week in the world of sports. Of course, uh, a game seven in the NHL where a Stanley Cup, there will be a champion this week. St. Louis, Boston. Who will it be? Uh, A game six in the NBA finals. Uh, We've got a U.S. Open. We've got Major League Baseball. And uh, we just talked to uh, Charles Michel there about some of the uh, some of the soccer props that we can get, which sound really fun, especially for those of you that might not be diehards. And but you know what? Yeah, I got no problem rooting for the U.S. and for the women. I want to watch a few of these games and. Uh, in addition to the spread being the amount of goals that they win by, you know, some of these prop bets like first half goals, second half, both teams score. Uh, it sounds to me like this U.S. game is I'm uh, I'm going to log on right now, of course, and uh, and plop a wager down because that's the kind of degenerate we are here. Uh, when we look at some of these uh, some of these props, it sounded like he was expecting a big time a hefty amount of goals there and we know what the spread is what five now what are we up to on the. US team over Thailand?
3: five five and a half five five and a half okay. goals I'm seeing right now
1: all right so let's uh let's see do we have any uh, any props that break it down like yeah. Uh, us to, yeah what talk to us give us some of these so we can we, uh, we can start to...
3: we got props where you know you could pick the exact score okay you can pick the you could pick the exact score which I think is interesting and by the way, just so you know cuz this gives me a little read on things right the best mm-hmm. odds for the exact score at plus 490 would be the USA to win 4 nothing uh USA to win 5 oh, nothing wow. is the second choice at plus 500 they go all the way up to like 10 nothing though joe but and most Damn. of these are in the thousands but when you look at uh it looks like 5 nothing and 4 nothing uh followed by 6 nothing are the biggest kind of sh- sh- uh you know uh, most common scores here. Uh, then, goal scorer props. You could pick on who would be the first goal scorer. The favorites are obviously kind of the big names from Team USA. If you don't know, we're talking Alex Morgan. We're talking Carly Lloyd. We're talking Megan Rapino. Um, those are kind right. of the big ones in terms of who would be the first goal scorer. You can get things like will anybody score two or more goals in this? And get this. Love it. Joe, Alex Morgan, the leading, obviously, lady for uh, Team USA. She's minus 125 today to score two or more goals, Joe. Really? She's a favorite to get at least two today. You could get her to oh, score man. a hat trick today, Joe, at only plus 270. Okay. And then, wow. there's all, I mean, there's all other sorts of stuff, you know, goal um, over under on different alternative lines. You know, our guy Charles was just saying that five and a half, six looks to be the total. But if you want to be safe, you could be like over two and a half goals. Only eighteen. Love, uh, Love this. So there's plenty of ways to butter your bread. I gotta tell you though, Joe, and I'm no expert, okay? But I was looking. I'm looking back at you know, like France, for example, the other favorite, right? Mm-hmm. They opened against Korea, who's not known as a big time team at home. You know, with the as we say, the towels waving. They won four sure. nothing, Joe. Mm-hmm. Brazil, another huge team, right? In their first game, they won three nothing, Joe. You know, Ooh. I'm seeing Spain people were talking about three-one. Norway people are talking about one. I mean, uh, three nothing. Germany, who Charles just said was another big time ch- opportunist, right? If it's not the U.S. or France from the other side of the bracket, Joe, their first matchup one nothing. I'm staring yep. at a five and a half goal line, and don't get me wrong, I love America, you know, but right five and a half seems like a lot, Joe. Yeah. Couldn't they like? <laughs> Is it plausible? You're saying like, all right, they have some, you know, resistance for the first 10, 15 minutes. Sure. But couldn't it also be the case that the U.S. gets up like 4 nothing and then takes their foot off the gas pedal? You know, I, I don't know. Possible, I, I honestly yep. don't know. But what I am seeing is these other big contenders, right? Blowout wins are like 3 4 nothing, And we're expecting wow. the U.S. to win 6 nothing today?
1: Yeah, I I'm with you, man, and that's uh, that's what uh, the interesting part about this is. I mean, the first game, so you want to make a. And to his point, though, they've already they blew him out. What a few years ago when they played him in competition, it, uh, it they, a, and there are nice yeah, seventeen all, of the members of that team are on this team. So I, you know, I don't and know they, that they.
3: they're gonna be playing again in three days. You know, so yeah. if they're up three nothing, if four nothing, you don't think the 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 top women you know, get get subbed so they could rest and load management, Joe. You know, we've been talking mm-hmm. about it in the NBA. This is the first game of what the U.S. expects to be a long tournament, right? And they're not in any yeah. group threat to not their group. I really think if it's 4 nothing, I could see them taking their, ga- their foot off the gas pedal.
1: Well, if that's the case, then that means they also might give up a goal or two. So what is the total goals? Uh, what is it, four, four and a half, uh, five rather you saying uh, there? I know they're favored oh, by five, so what's what's the total?
3: Yeah, uh, the total I'm staring at right now is uh, I'm staring at six, six and a half as the total. Yep. Well, so they're, there thinking you go, then. so be, they're thinking this is a 6-1 game or like a 6 nothing yep. game or a 5 nothing game or something like that. That's what they're saying. I just think that like 4 nothing or 4-1 is really mm-hmm. within the realm of possibility also, but – then again, and you can drop no the way.
1: under. Yeah, drop the under I'm if you think once they get to, you know, score maybe two or three in the first half and then another one or two in the second, then I, that's the end of I, it.
3: I Plus five, five and a half. But I don't want to be like, I don't want to be un-American. But five and a half goals, Joe? There's not been a single it, game. That's been a five-goal spread. It just hasn't happened this whole. I morning. think
1: the USA announces their uh, welcome to the World Cup, and the USA goes out and <laughs> scores twelve goals, and then uh, and just buries Thailand.
3: They absolutely. But like might. I said, there saying. is. It's
1: the first I said I talked tournament. to a lot of dudes that think Thailand is is a lot better than they're being given credit for. So to them. your point. Charles is definitely not <laughs> one of them, but there are some guys to your point, you know, looking across the landscape at the score so far, uh, you know, maybe just maybe uh, four nothing or three, one or or something along those lines is feasible or under six total goals. There is also a possibility. There are a lot of people I think that uh, that think that this is going to be a better matchup against the U.S. than than people, some people. Uh, including Charles are going to uh, are going to give him credit I just for think so I have to as
3: just wait too many I, I just think you too think it's sir. Charles.
1: All right, see, I'm going to drop in the I'm going to go under right now. There you go. You just said it. I'm going to go just, under.
3: You know, my, no, I might bet Thailand plus five and a half goals.
1: I that's exactly it. I'm going to go under five and a, uh, I'm going to go under the six right now for the total goals yeah. in this game. And let's uh, let's have some fun and see what happens. Three o'clock Eastern Time. Uh, get ready for the U.S. to open. Their women's World Cup round against Thailand—they're going to be a lot of fun uh, to watch. How this uh, all unfolds there—it's uh, cool stuff. And by the way, the world is watching the World Cup. There yeah. is a lot of handle coming in on uh, on soccer. Get ready for that. It ain't going to get any—it ain't going to get any easier uh, or any uh, or any less popular, I should say. And right. as the groups as we move on from the group stages, obviously, and we get into some of these quarterfinal matches and stuff, it's. <laughs> the The amount of money going to be coming in is going to be uh is going to be crazy. Oh yeah, hell yeah! And we've got a whole bunch of uh, major league baseball games uh, on the clock here today. And Yankees were rained out yesterday, right, against yeah. the Mets. So doubleheader tonight. Um, Subway series. Doubleheader, one o'clock this afternoon. Tanaka going up against Wheeler. I think Vargas was the original pitcher yesterday. Wheeler is now <laughs> taking the uh, mound uh, at one yeah. o'clock. Vargas taking on Paxton. In the, uh, in the 7 o'clock, you had uh, 7,000 home runs in the Phillies-Diamondbacks game. Uh, Arrieta is back. He uh, was sidelined for a couple of starts there, but it looks like he is back on the mound uh, today for the Phillies. And as I look at some of these uh, other pitching matchups over here, not you got Castillo for the Reds on the mound. I don't know if you saw that going up against the Indians, a little interleague yeah. play there. Cincinnati taking on Cleveland. Uh, do you go oh, first five with your boy Castillo?
3: No, I do not. I do not. He hasn't been as good lately and also his home mm. road splits are are fairly dramatic, Joe. So he's in Cleveland. Um so I'm not riding him completely. I haven't I've been off Trevor Bauer a little bit as well, but this yeah. game is a stay away from me to be quite honest. The pitcher if any that I'll ride is our boy Chris Paddock. All right, Chris Paddock, he's back on the hill. Against the Giants, who, as we know, have no kind of offense, so I might be willing to lay the one and a half uh, for the Fathers today.
1: I like that. I also like in uh, Major League Baseball. Uh, I like the Astros at home, first five. Brad uh, Peacock on the mound, taking on yep. uh, taking on uh, Peralta there. Peralta's just a uh, he's a he's a run giving up machine there. The over under is nine in that game. Ah, uh, but I definitely like um, I like the Astros. In fact, right now the Astros for the the game uh, minus one ten. So you do yeah. have them. I actually like them on the uh, I like them on the first five as well. And uh, I think the Astros to uh, take care of business there rather easily against Milwaukee as a uh, Peralta. Yeah, yeah. You know, listen, Milwaukee's got a good bullpen. Nine. We all know this. Yeah, but there it looks like there's a lot of run. I think Brad uh, Peacock very underrated uh, this year. Uh, He's, you know, he's that guy that, well, he was a closer. He's actually been pretty good starting for them this year. And uh, I do like them. Anytime I can get Houston at home and I can get a fairly, uh, you know, short number there as a, as a home fair minus one. Yeah, I I'm good there. I'll I'll take that all day long. So I do, I do like the Astros at home uh, taking on the brewers who have been disappointing to say the, uh, the least as of late. Yeah, and your boy Castillo uh, is a short uh, favorite, too. Uh, short dog, too, plus 108. Uh, Castillo uh, taking on Bauer. On the
3: road. Keep an eye out also on Lambert, the guy who goes today for Colorado. Second career
4: start. Mm-hmm.
3: His first start was against the Chicago Cubs, Joe. I remember it, it was right. five days ago because I asked you how the wind was blowing. You said it was blowing 15 miles an hour out. So I picked the mm-hmm. over in that game. And then this guy, Peter Lambert shut the Cubs out for like eight innings he gets another Crazy. crack at the Cubs but this time in cores. and note that the run total is up to 12 in this one this is a rematch of five Ooh. days ago Lambert versus Quintana Lambert looks great in his first start but now second time around with the same lineup this time in cores, maybe a different outcome
1: yeah your, uh, your other boy I think too is uh, Chris Paddock is on the mound on the road San Francisco yeah, here today Yep, he's yep. going there. Uh, under eight. Uh, I'll lay a run look and at the that. Half. that. You like that one. I'll lay the run one. and a okay. half
3: and get it at plus 110. I'll lay the run and a half yep. and get it at plus 110.
1: Uh, Foley pitching for the Braves, trying to hold on to that starting spot now that Dallas Keuchel's on the roster. You might see a little extra effort from him tonight. So, bottom line, good luck morning after coming up next. We'll be back tomorrow. Ain't Martinez, Joe Renee. Good luck, guys.
0: Taught y'all how to make it rain. You're listening to the best of Make It Rain
1: on the Fantasy Sports Network. I'm gonna make it rain. The problem is there are only so many game-changing free agents available, and you know guys like Cole Leonard, for many people think is a rental for one or even two years. Okay, well what happens after that? Now what? Now he's going to switch another team. Now this guy's going to switch another team. This is not a sustainable. Business model, if you are the NBA, because now the biggest free agent, okay, next year, forget about Anthony Davis, Kyrie, they're peanuts compared to what Kevin Durant was in the marketplace. And all year long, it was, Where's Kevin going? What is Kevin doing? Where are you going, Kevin? Where are you going? And he rightfully was like, Guys, just shut up already. Like, I, you know, I don't know yet. And that's fine. We've also been told. He, he was already he was as good as done he's go he was going to oh, yeah. new york right oh right. yeah so and that's why i caution people when we heard that yes yeah, teammates uh are not happy with it that's all crap him going to new york was all crap what he did last night is not, not a dude who had already checked out and was already on his way in his bags packed in new york last night guys what you got last night was an absolute warrior he would not. A lot of guys would not have done that if they had already made up their mind that they were leaving. Dane, they would have never in a million years risked blowing out their Achilles, which was always the the risk reward. And don't think the doctors didn't tell oh, Kevin you, Durant. Don't think his agent didn't tell him. Guys, worst of case course. scenario, what are we looking at? Worst case scenario is you're looking at you popping your gone Achilles. For it's a year. compensation. Yeah. you're like like Achilles rupture is the worst. And he still knew it and still did it. Does that sound like a dude that had already made up his mind and had already he was going to New York? I don't think so. Not in this day and age. Certainly not the way you have portrayed Kevin Durant right. in the media like this guy that he is, you know, he's already moved on. He's, you know, he's he's calling and recruiting people for new uh. You know what this injury was- does to me, Dane? This injury right now. Uh, and it comes to every athlete at some point in their life, it shows them their mortality. And when you're faced oh, with yeah. your mortality because you're not 25 anymore, all of a sudden you start looking at things at a different perspective. You mentioned he's got that 31 uh, $30 million uh, option that he can do. If, in fact, he's going to be gone for a year, he can get $30 million and still be a warrior. But I am not That's convinced right. this dude in any way, shape, or form doesn't want to continue to be a warrior. And if you didn't get that after last night, Nick fans, I don't know what to tell you, man. You're not paying attention. Kevin Durant didn't risk missing a year because he had already decided to put a Knicks uniform on, guys. It's one of the biggest crap narratives I have heard in a long time. Guys just don't do that at 31 years old. And also guys that are hurt like Kevin Durant now, they don't tend to, they, they tend to want to be with the best players for the remainder of their career, right? Where are you going to get better players than what you got in Golden State right now?
3: And here's the thing. Remember the narrative about Kevin Durant. You know, I think maybe, I don't know if it was a pun or not by you, Joe, when you said he is an absolute warrior. He is. He is Mm -hmm. an absolute warrior. He wants to be a Golden State Warrior. He laid it out for the Warriors. And I think, you know, this narrative of was he a true Golden State Warrior or not, if that changes the perception of him as a real part of this team and this dynasty, maybe he doesn't see the need to have to go be the alpha dog on quote unquote his own team anymore. I think that's absolutely possible you know but the question remains is he an absolute warrior or I'm going to put out another pun here Joe or is he the warrior's Achilles heel